If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Today I'm here with Robin Whitney and Shelley Francis Wingett, my two of my dearest and best friends. We've known each other for many years. I'm so excited to, to have you guys here. They are going to interview me, right? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Tammy. Yes, Shelley. Twix or Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Hope the voters are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is your least favorite color? Oh, my least favorite color? Um, magenta. Why? Is magenta a color? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think magenta hasn't decided what color it should be. Are you red? Are, are you, you red? Or... Are you pink? Are you burgundy? Magenta? Never wearing magenta. Right? I know. And I'm thinking, I do have a magenta sweater. I wore it yesterday, so maybe it's really not Because magenta looks great on you. Favorite color. You would look beautiful in that color. Thank you, Shelby. <laughs> no, you hate Thank it. Thank you. I I don't. <laughs> yes. It's the first one that came to my mind, so All it right. must be the true answer, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Also, you're probably hoping I asked you your favorite. Yes. This is not that. that was, this that isn't was, this kind of podcast. You really <laughs> threw me, Shelly. That was, that was right. a gotcha. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor Swift or Mariah Carey? Taylor Swift. For sure. Robin, yes. Taylor Swift or Mariah Carey? No, I kind of want to rebel and say the other. Yeah, go for Mariah <laughs> Carey. Okay. We'll go. I really am bully. I'm bullying Robin. <laughs> You're talking. She so really self-like. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie is not the Titanic. For oh, anyone who cares. My favorite movie is probably. Oh, why would you ask me that? Because mm. I want to know the true you. <laughs> I really like The Last Samurai. Oh. I've never with Tom, Tom Cruise. Yes, I like Tom Cruise, but I like the symbolism in the movie. Is he it's Asian in that culture. movie? No, it's about it's the Last Samurai. It's about Japan. Yeah, he's uh he's in Japan learning about Japanese warfare. There's just a lot of culture. Yeah, and symbolism and, and symbolism. And I really like Schindler's List as well, even though it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to watch. Yeah, but I love the story behind that one. Yeah, I need to watch the Last. Sam- I've never seen it. I think I've never understood why Tom Cruise was the Last Samurai. Um, probably because he wasn't. <laughs> I don't know either. Actually, that's a really good question. It's just it's beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. But it's not a deep movie, so good. if I was trying to be an intellectual, I wouldn't. I wouldn't share that as my favorite. Movie. I wouldn't watch it. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> okay. These are really great questions, are... Sally. Thank you. Listen, people need to know the real Tammy. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> not only are you an amazing mayor, but you're a really fun person. Thank you. So. Thank you. Um, do you prefer blondes or brunettes? And Robin said she won't be mad at your answer. Blondes or brunettes in general? <laughs> but here's Shelly Blonde, and here's <laughs> Robin say, Brunette. And, and so. I'm a brunette. <laughs> Shelly. I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that okay, one. Okay, thank you. 
but your denial shows. <laughs> shows that I have a preference for brunettes. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> okay. Brunettes are great. Here's a hard one. Okay. Um, what is one of your personal goals that you set this year? Like, not in your business or oh. in the political arena or anything to do with the city, but, like, you personally. Mine was I want to be skiing in the fall. Good. I haven't skied for years. So. Good. Snow skiing. Yeah. Good. So that's my goal. Is that's to goal. What are you doing to work towards that? Well, I'm still a little on the chubby side. Sally, <laughs> you look fantastic, I am, by but the way. I need to get, I actually need to work more on that. So that when I go up there, my knees don't. So they don't hurt and so yeah, that you fight feel like back. a little. Good. Yeah. That's a great so goal. So what is something like that for you that is personal? A goal for me personally was really the podcast. I've had it for five or six years. Yeah. And dabbled in it. You've been on it. You were my first or second guest, which was great with Rachel back in the day. I, I just always wanted to do it. I thought I think it's neat to tell people stories. And so I was excited to be able to find Larry in his studio. It's awesome. So this is one of my goals, just to do it. And it really doesn't matter to me if we have a lot of listeners or not. I just wanted to be able to share people's story because people walk away feeling so good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And you, you know? connect. I think and you bond. And... You do. And it's neat to find out what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. And I think when people leave after being interviewed, they feel like, okay, what I'm doing is worthwhile. And I'm yeah. proud of it. It matters. And it matters. Yeah. yeah. I love that you're yeah. really spotlighting Caseville. Thank Businesses you. Businesses and stuff. That It's awesome. Thank you. It's great. I think we've got so many businesses that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about the studio. I didn't know about so many people and their stories. But we drive past things, mm-hmm. and and I wonder. So I love it. I think yeah. I think it's great. Thank you. Um. So this kind of leads me into my next question. What it has been the best thing since you have become on the city council and mayor? What's like the best thing? The best thing that. I've experienced so far is just access to people Yeah. in terms of just, it's not awkward for me to go up and say, Hey, you're a business and I'm so excited to support you. Yeah. It, it makes it less awkward because mm-hmm. I think the expectation is, well, that's your role and that's what I should do. But it's, it's just nice to be able to talk to people. It's neat to be able to find out what's happening in the community. We have this awesome catalyst center in Davis the Davis School District. Mm-hmm. I get to go over there for meetings and I get to learn about the students and what they're doing. And I think as just a resident, I wouldn't, I, I'm still welcome, but I probably wouldn't have gone in yeah. to figure, you know, to ask, hey, what's this? And it's neat just to find out about all the neat projects and organizations and amenities that we have. So I think that's been the best thing so far. It's an awesome, Caseville's awesome. It, it really is. is. I mean, Caseville's awesome. All cities are awesome, and it's just nice to have an excuse. It's kind of like a calling at church, I guess. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you have an excuse to, to yeah. ask questions, yeah. and people don't think you're being weird. Yeah. Because you can. <laughs> Where before they were them. like, that Tammy Tram. Yeah, she's sure a busybody. What does she want to know about, you know? She wants to meet everyone in the room. Exactly. And know what, they're doing. <laughs> what is she doing? But now it's kind of nice because the expectation's there already. I think that's awesome. Are you excited for all of the um, phone calls the city's going to get this summer about? Neighbors yes. watering at inappropriate times. You know, Shelley, it is that is the <laughs> highlight of my day. It's the highlight of my Facebook reading, <laughs> right? is what it is. It is so much fun, and I'm really glad you brought up water. Thank you, because we could talk about it maybe for a minute. We were having discussions about you this today. Go okay. for it. <laughs> water, it's an issue and it's a hot topic. And so, as as a city, um, the city parks and rec department, Cole Stevens, he's great. He put together this this list of what is the city doing to conserve, 
And so we're going to publish that today on the website and on Facebook, social media, to try to get out the message that, yes, the city is taking steps to conserve. As a community, we also are doing things to conserve. No one's going to run out of water tomorrow, but it is a big deal, and we need to conserve, and we need to be aware, because there are so many comments that are made, Mm -hmm. and it's mostly just because people don't have the information. Yeah. But it's really hard because information can only be shared as much as people are willing to receive it. Yep. Yeah. You know, if people aren't willing to leave their email with the city, we can't contact them. Mm-hmm. We we don't take their water bill information and turn that into a calling list because that's not a, appropriate. Yeah. So people need to opt into these things. Caseville City does have a website. We have an ability to opt into civic alerts. Mm-hmm. And you can get a text message whenever the power goes out. Yeah. Or there's a water issue or there's a new agenda or a new council meeting, or openings on the planning commission. So I hope that people would go to the website, feasible.gov, sign up for alerts, because then you get a text message or an email to find out about it. Because, you know, well, it's, you know if about If you have city, the information, you're less likely to complain. But a lot of exactly. people don't know, oh, it is that easy. Right, they don't know to where to go. Mm-hmm. And so they post on Facebook, and it's great to do that, but so many people don't have information. What I have been surprised about, though, is the people that do know where yeah. to find information on Facebook because they'll post agendas and laws and they'll reference mm-hmm. ordinances and people that dig in deep are fantastic. People too. that are involved are actually really. Yeah, they can be really helpful. Yes, they can. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. that was a good answer. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> okay, um, I'm almost done no, it's with great. my questions. Thank you. Can you do a British accent? <laughs> <laughs> Not well. I can't Can do it you very well. Demonstrate it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. My British accent sounds like an Asian <laughs> accent slash American accent slash not really a British accent. My kids make fun of me all the time when I try. I love that you try though. <laughs> it's I don't even know what to say. Let's see. Say good day, Shelly. Oh, I just sounded good awesome. Day. <laughs> good day, Shelly. <laughs> That sounds like a cartoon, doesn't it? Bad. I'm not good at accents. I can barely speak English, Shelly. Right, not... <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's a struggle. Oh, Tammy. But that um, was a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> that was honestly like legit me being. <laughs> I wonder if she could speak Actually, that way. You're, you're really good. Share us yours. Well, I was trying to do good day, governor. But is that. British or is that Australian? Because I feel like Australian is. I think it sounds British. That sounds British. Okay, so I did a good British. I I think you did. Robin, let's hear yours. Oh, no, we don't want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) My sister's really good at doing a nail salon salon accent. Oh. (laughs) She's so good at that. And and I butcher that as well. So I'm not good. I mean, that's okay. Here's here's another good one for you, though. (laughs) Would you rather be sticky? Or itchy. Oh wow, these are deep questions. I know they're Things not. They're not your normal, right? Yes, sticky or itchy. Sticky. Being itchy is awful. It is. When I get attacked, I went to Costa Rica. Oh, last a year ago, last January, <clears throat> got attacked by bugs that burrow into your skin oh, and make barf. huge welts, kind of like chiggers, kind of, but worse. It was awful. I was itchy and that I was scratched awful. so hard that... And that's not even like I a Benadryl itch. No, it was awful. So I'd rather be sticky. Robin? Sticky or itchy? Definitely sticky. 
Yeah, yeah, for Have sure. You can wash on your that off. Leg or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can wash it off. Yeah, it uh, wasn't nearly as deep as I thought it was going to be. No, that was, was. It really was. That was a good one. Okay, my last question is this. Um, well, there's two. So I want to know what your favorite thing about being a mom is. Oh, okay. And the worst part of being a mom. That's a. It's kind of hard. Good question. My favorite thing about being a mom. I think the favorite, my favorite thing is that I could be inspirational or influential mm-hmm. in helping my children. Do you feel like that's even more so as they get older and are actually almost acknowledging that, yes, you've been a mm-hmm. really good influence and I've learned a lot. Whereas they're younger, they're kind of. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they're kind of, they have acknowledged that a little bit. <laughs> but. But I think that's also the hardest thing about being a mom because they don't listen sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and you think, if I if you would just do everything that I'm <laughs> telling you to do, your life would be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> just just do it. This is the plan. I've been there, done that. I yes, know. And yeah. they still don't always follow it. And their yeah. plan works great and it ends up working better. <laughs> but it's hard. I think that's the hardest thing, don't you? Yeah. I yes, I think watching your kids struggle just in any way, whether yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, for me, I, I watch them and I think, oh, it'll be fine. It'll all work out. You know, when they're in the midst of it going, are you sure? What's the right thing? And, I'll, and me saying, it, whatever you choose, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because we know we've got that, that perspective mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily have, which I think is, a, is the same perspective God has for us. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm praying, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. And he's like, Pammy, just make a decision. <laughs> It's really just do something and quit bugging me, you know, because I think as as a mom, I love that we my favorite thing is that we have perspective. Mm -hmm. And my least favorite thing is that it doesn't always matter in the moment. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I think I think, yes, I the hardest part for me being a mom is watching my kids struggle Mm -hmm. in ways that I can't. I can't do it like I can't fix it. I can't. It's something they just have to do, you know, they have to do through themselves. And that's, I hate that. It's. I hate it too. When you just want to swoop in and make it all better. And you really can't. I've got a kid going through puberty in junior high and it's the worst. It's so awful, but it's also when he has those aha moments of, I'm actually a really great kid. I know that this, you know, this is this tiny blip on my life map. But I really, yeah, I hate not being able to, to, be able to wrap him up in. in a little bubble. Exactly. <laughs> and, and send him out. It was really funny because I, Charlie's in fourth grade. Isn't and when I dropped him off on Wednesday, the day after the shootings in Texas. Oh, Shelly, I bet that was hard. I don't, I am not an emotional person. You guys know that. I have no soul. But <laughs> I was dry, <laughs> dropping him off at school and I just got really choked up because I'm like, you know, I, it, you just never know. You you know, I could drive out of the parking lot and get hit and killed by a car. I mean, it's not, I don't want to talk about gun violence, but it was a moment in my life that I was like, I really can't be with them all the time and, yep. and be hopeful. I can be hopeful that, that they're going to come back home every day, but it doesn't happen, unfortunately. And Wednesday was really a rough, it was field day too. I'm like, oh, was it? And so your mind goes so dark. I'm waiting for the news story when it's field day and they're picking off kids. And I just, it was kind of a weird day. So 
Yeah. How, how were your kids in terms of hearing about, did they hear about it? Did they know what was going on? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was funny. Charlie is just, um, he's just having his own experiences right now with the loss of his dad. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, he is going through other things about loss and death and fear in that realm. But Spencer is, <laughs> it, it's a very interesting conversation to be able to have with my kids and to sit down and talk about, and I, you know, I, my oldest is, loves guns. He loves hunting. And we've sparred back and forth sometimes on other topics. Um, so it was interesting though, to, to see that, you know, this, how this all happened in less than 48 hours. And, exactly. And you can't use the mental health excuse on that because how could they have had time to check his background and to see. Right. And people who are struggling mentally mm-hmm. rarely admit it. Like therapy in our world right now. Right. For a man in his 40s or 50s to be like, you know what? I might. Maybe I should go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. They don't do it. They don't need it. It's, Don't you think it's changing a little bit, though? I think it's generational. I, I am a huge believer in true. generational change. That's true. So, I agree. So, yeah, like I think older men, no, they're, they're less likely to go. And older women, I think it's just you kind of tuck it down inside and don't talk about it. I love that we talk about it more. I love that it's out there, that for the youth, we've done COVID. We've gone through, you know, these school shootings and, and social media and all the crap that's out there. Right. So it's we're talked it's talked about finally a lot a lot more but I think there's still a stigma and I know there's a huge shortage of therapists. That's the thing I was going to say I I think that the stigma is changing at least mm-hmm. from what I'm hearing and it, and that's fantastic that people are willing to say I'm struggling yeah I need something but the shortage is so hard the shortage I've is talked crazy. to people who have said hey I can't get into a therapist for six weeks yeah. And that's too far. That's it too is far too, out. For some people in that crisis moment. Mm-hmm. They need someone immediately. And even if that moment is, it's not that hour, but it's a moment. It's mm-hmm. a week. It's this panic phase of, but you, you can't talk to anybody. It's, so I, I believe that there's just extremism on both ends with this gun battle. And somehow we've, we've got to find a solution because what we're doing isn't working. Enough. Well, and so I was talking to Lee, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he said, "You know, we need some some gun laws." And I said, "Really? Are you willing to give up your guns? This doesn't happen in Korea. This doesn't happen in Japan. This doesn't happen in Europe. Well, I don't know if it does, but..." And I said, "Well, in South Korea, you're not allowed to have guns. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Giving up your guns? Well, no, I'm not gonna. We should be able to keep our guns." And I said, "I agree." So how do we change that? So how, do is, we? It is the extremism, though. Exactly. Should it be a thirty-day wait? Mm-hmm. You apply for you fill out your application for a gun. You wait thirty days. Maybe we should have a longer delayed process. Yeah. Is it eighteen-year-olds or someone under twenty-one getting a gun? Not always. It does happen, but yeah. This this boy apparently legally bought two guns on his eighteenth birthday. Yeah. An AR, an automatic rifle, which which you can buy it anywhere it's crazy though i mean yeah so i it's funny because i look at it and i think 48 hours even if there are expanded background checks 48 that it's you can't can't. he was obviously mentally challenged Mm -hmm. like he was having a mental crisis yeah there was no time to do anything about it and he's not going to be like i is it weird i want to go kill people (laughs) i and i like i'm a huge person i believe that the games GTA. I, think that, I think that they definitely These, influence people. Cr- it's, I've watched my kids play them. Mm-hmm. And in the many years of therapy I've gone through, it's interesting. Therapists don't like those because it's even true. Minecraft, 
It's true. And, and these other games because it's giving you a false sense of control. You can't control. <laughs> and no actual consequences. Yes. Because you're winning points. Yep. And you don't see what actually you're yeah. doing. Yeah. It would be a lot different if you went in and shot up a, a strip club and actually saw the carnage. Exactly. Versus what's on screen in your really bad graphics. You know, exactly. It's, it doesn't, it's not real at all. Mm -mm. It feels so very. I just think that, I, I hope no. that politicians can somehow, I just feel like it's so crazy. I'd love for the NRA to be like, let's get this done. Mm -hmm. Here's what we feel. I mean, this is what we could do. And gun makers. There's, you know, I know at the end of the day, though. So I was watching the news reports like you guys. And apparently this this boy, he was a loner. Mm -hmm. He was depressed. He posted on social media mm -hmm. somewhere what he was doing step by step. And so I have a friend that actually developed software to uh, to to provide Internet security to catch those things. And so now he ha he's working on um, A.I that actually alerts parents in schools, whoever opts into these programs, hey, your child was writing a suicide note. Mm -hmm. Your child was talking about suicide. They were investigating suicide blogs. And on one hand, I've talked to a lot of people about this lately just because it came up, yeah. and they're saying, oh, that's too invasive. Even one of my own sisters say, said, invasive. I don't want yeah. people knowing, I don't want to know every time my child has a bad day. Yes, really? you do. Yes, you do. So, you do. Th so this could have maybe in theory been caught but that's a lot of overreach mm -hmm. and is that a violation of his privacy because he's 18 years old yes so what are the answers I, well you and know what when you sign really... up for google mm -hmm. they have i can tell you in real estate i know how to get everybody on my facebook's email really very simple for me yeah yes really yeah for so, free pretty much oh i mean so behind the scenes we're already giving up our data it's and true. they are all when it's like when you say out loud Oh, I wonder if Target's having a sale and suddenly all your Target ads are popping up. It's true. They're listening, I and, guess. And I do think part of the problem are parents and leaders mm -hmm. who don't want to opt in to these things, who are yeah. like, no, my kid would never. You bet. Yes. You bet. They would. They would. And and we're not little little house on the prairie anymore. It's true. Our kids are actually seeing and dealing with really, really heavy, hard, heavy things. stuff. Yeah. It's true heavy stuff that we didn't ever have to deal with you know growing up we just didn't well and i wonder if i don't the suicides that's what really concerns me that that it's increased so much is it because it's popular in terms of being talked about so much or is the mistake that we're not talking about it enough mm -hmm. and we need to talk about it more so that kids realize they've got some options they've got some some ways to to deal with that I think all it's of hard. it. I, it's just hard. like there's this, this there's this great thing that they're doing in the schools. Mm -hmm. A new program. <laughs> yeah, it's like a suicide. I can't remember what it's called, and I actually don't want to call it out just because I. Okay, right. Just there's a, there's program. few things I disagree with because you get these really popular kids who apply to be on this youth program, mm -hmm. and I have had children that have dealt with suicidal thoughts. They lost their dad to suicide, mm -hmm. um, and I know. That never in a million years would they reach out to one of these kids. Oh, right, exactly. It, it's it's just, just not going to happen. And um, I think that uh, I think the the thought is good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the ex execution. Ex is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so much. I think that we do talk about it. I I think that you have vigils after somebody dies, and it's so sad, and other people see that. But I think the important thing to remember too is that as the world. We need to just be nicer. It's true. We need to be kinder and we need to be raising mm -hmm. 
kinder children and but, being kinder people. Like these Facebook posts where I'm like, I was going to say, holy fart people. <laughs> that, that's the thing that's so frustrating to me because people on Facebook, adults, mm-hmm. are posting stuff. And I'm thinking, would you allow your children to do this? Yeah. Would you allow your kids to say this? Well, obviously, some people do because we do have so many kids yeah. that are growing up. Not that they're learning necessarily how to bully from their parents. I think it's society in general and mm-hmm. all the social media. But that's not okay. And then also to do turning that. around and pretending like it wasn't us. I- exactly right. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. We're, we're much better. Than <laughs> that. We're not mean. Yeah. We don't call people out. We don't embarrass yeah. people. <laughs> We don't try to humiliate them. Which you public. have had, the, especially in politics, and we talked about this before, you really get to experience it. And there's times where you're like, I don't know you. It's true. I don't know. Why do you, I, we can agree to disagree. Exactly. It's the beauty of America, but exactly. why are you saying these nasty, you don't know me, you know? I know. It's just, well, and I have heard people say, well, if you're going to volunteer for the job, you want to be out in the public, then that's what you sign up for. And it's not true. It's You don't sign up for the abuse and for no. the mistreatment. Yeah. Fortunately, I haven't had any really bad experiences so far. <laughs> I'm hoping that they don't come my way. But people have been really good about that. Yeah. So far. But also, you've had po- politicians and people behind the scenes where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't, you, I'm not. I have. Why? It, and I've had a lot of great friends. Yeah. Like Robin, for example, who don't want to run because why, why do that to yourself? You know, who have great ideas, great suggestions, great, great ways to improve what we're doing and insights into how things could be better, but don't want to put themselves out there for that very reason, because mm-hmm. you've got a great life <laughs> and, and why ruin it by making yourself a target? Yeah. And that's, that needs to change because if it doesn't change, the same types of people with certain agendas are, are very comfortable being out there in yeah. the spotlight. Yeah. And will continue to totally direct the narrative, direct policy, direct legislation. How they want. And it will be extreme, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yep. I and totally it, agree. Instead of just having rational, normal, kind people who can come to the table and say, okay, let's compromise. Yeah. People just want their way or the highway. And that it, obviously it does, doesn't work. It doesn't let's, work. Look, it, what's it's happening. not working. Because Lee's right. There's places where there's actually no middle ground. It's so extreme. Exactly. And if we don't stop, we're going to become that. And nobody wants that. And to get there, it's going to be a bloody, awful, vile war. It's true. And it's, and the carnage is our kids. Yeah. And and our elderly who can't go to the grocery store. and Exactly. And our law enforcement and ourselves yeah. as well because we yeah. walk around. Because, you know, social media is such a fake thing. Here's the little corner of my house that's perfect and clean. <laughs> and my life is so perfect. Yeah. And they, we don't see, and we all know in our head, yeah, their life's probably not perfect, but it sure does look good. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's hard to, to reach those bars and to be a child. And when kids are just seeing that, oh, look at really all the parties that this kid's going to. Exactly. I watch They're my so kids popular. who are like, I've got to get off. So I've got to get off Instagram because all I see are these parties that I'm not going to. Right. I'm not invited to. And, I'm not and part of. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, of course we, we do. do care. Right? We're we human. all do. Exactly. You know, you want to know people. You want to have, you want to be invited. I mean, not to everything, but. <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah. to a lot of things. Yeah. And I've been guilty of it as well. You know, when my kids were going to prom. Sure. I would post pictures. As a high schooler, my cousin took me to my prom. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody asked me. But, you know, I was just. And my mom felt sorry for me. All the young women, I was just released from young women in my ward. Ward. It literally sounded and like a ton right there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a lot of girls didn't get asked. 
And and it's funny because talking to my bishop, he's like, what's wrong with these boys? I'm like, it goes both ways, though. There's so much. People are so scared. They're so scared to talk face to face. Mm -hmm. They're scared to be out from behind their phones. It's true. It's just kind of a, it's a wacky world. It's a wacky, wonderful world. I don't know how we. There's so much anxiety, Mm -hmm. which is curious. It's a, it's an interesting thing to me because I've talked to people and said, well, maybe it's because we're calling things that normally make us excited or nervous anxiety. Now I realize there's clinical, absolute clinical anxiety as well. But I do wonder if we overemphasize the stress and the, of, of doing something hard. You know, doing a podcast, it's a little nerve wracking because I think, oh, I hope I don't say something stupid. And I still do, you know, but there's that there's that anxiety. But I'm an old lady and so I can handle it better. But a 12 year old might have that same experience and those same feelings of nervousness. And it's debilitating. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder how can we help them through those experiences to be able to do things. But then when they're constantly bombarded, bombarded, bombarded by messages. Yeah. Well, and then you go to school. I was at a field trip yesterday, fourth graders, and they're talking about each other's shoes and they're yelling out the prices. What? And, and my kid's school actually has kind of a good mix of wealthy and oh, middle class so and then very poor. There's women's shelters right there. And and it's just funny because I'm like, you, <laughs> why does my four year old know how much or my, my fourth grader? Why? Did I tell him how much his shoes cost when I bought? And I probably did because I'm always like, I'm not spending more than $70 on your (laughs) shoes because you're going to grow out of them. But it was very, it's interesting, even in fourth grade, Mm -hmm. they talk about these things that are important to them. Mm -hmm. To me, they're not important. To, you know, to you, they're not. It's a pair of shoes and you want your kids to have good shoes. Right. But to them, it's like. It's a big deal. It's defining. It's true. It's very, and I don't know. I don't know how you fix it because it's. It's so many things that we don't have control over. We have very little control over. Well, and it's true. And there's always going to be an element of competition. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be mm-hmm. the richest, the poorest in any situation. So I think it's good for kids to realize that, but not good to be competitively um, yeah. point, called out for it. That's, yep. that's horrible. But then how do we, I don't know how we change that. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I don't we, know. I we don't live know. in Kaysville, Utah. I mean, we really are in a bubble of... Mm-hmm. I was reading a Reddit thread, which I actually hate Reddit, but sometimes I love it. A good it bubble. was really interesting because they were, the thread was about something my parents had done to me that it, they meant well, but it actually ruined me. <laughs> it was like the, oh, really? the, the title of it. And it was funny because one of them was like, my mom used to sit and <laughs> we'd sit at the mall and my mom would make fun of the outfits of people walking by. And she's like, and, you know, we laughed about it. It was really funny. but really she was teaching me that it's not that funny but I was bullying and she was bullying and Mm -hmm. it was a good time doing it but as an adult now I see that and I was like part do I do that (laughs) but sometimes I think we are doing things and in the moment we're like I love to people watch exactly but are you but but at the same time we're human and so I think we need to to be strong enough to know that people are going to talk about us they're going to say things that we don't like and, and we're going hear. to say things, And we're going to be okay. That, At the end of the day, we're okay. We're going to slip up, too, and make mistakes. Exactly. And and talk about it. Exactly. Talk to your kids about it. I don't know. It's it's good. I should just... It's good to have conversations yeah. like this. Yeah, Shelley, it is. I would love to have you back. <laughs> Robin, I would also love to have you back. <laughs> it's so much... How do you even laugh so silently? <laughs> it's so good to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>
Thanks for being here. Thanks.